Hello everyone, welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization. Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting edition of Chit Chat with Sean and Steve. I hope everyone's well. Steve, how are you today? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of out and about and in the wild. So I'm, I'm in a different part of the UK today. So, you know, getting about, getting about, seeing, <laughs> seeing parents and that. That's yeah, right. okay, nice. Make me feel guilty about not seeing mine for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm feeling a bit stuffy today. I guess maybe my body's preparing itself for winter, but who knows? Um, yeah, it's just maybe it's that time of year, isn't it, where the body just goes, oh, where's the sun gone? <laughs> don't, know. don't know right steve let's get on with today's subject so uh today's subject is multilingual chatbots so my question to you this week is uh my first language isn't english no well we know that anyway don't we? <laughs> uh, yeah it's gobbledygook is number one but uh i managed to get by Okay, so my first language is in English. So how will a chatbot still help to improve my experience as a customer? You obviously have two challenges here. You have one that's um, maybe that uh, we have diverse um, populations now. So there's lots of languages spoken in every city. You know, and I think um, we're talking about Plymouth and Plymouth's got some like 70 different languages spoken in that city, which you wouldn't believe, you know, but there just is that much diversity. So that's very is, surprising because even the southwest, you would say, is probably that one of the least diverse areas of the UK. Yeah, but it but it isn't. You know, and I think it's, uh, you know, it's a misconception that your city might be, you know, might might just be predominantly English. It may be that that's the, very much the business language that we use, but it doesn't mean that it's the population in general, there's plenty of people that have different languages. And um, and we don't, I don't think we service them very well uh, when we come towards customer service. We haven't got the skills necessarily, but their chatbots can help you with those things. Um, and we have, you know, we have clients that are international, so they also have, you know, languages in different parts of the world. So, you know, you'll have a Spanish um, chatbot and that Spanish-speaking chatbot will be uh, used through all the Spanish-speaking areas of the world. And there's many of them, you know, lots of South America and uh, uh, the U.S. as well. You know, that's a predominant language in the U.S., Spain in its own right. You know, so it covers lots of different regions. French the same, you know, there's a lot of Africa served by the French. So... There's a huge amount of importance in having multilingual chatbots to help the customer service journey, even locally, a UK business or one that does trade internationally. Um, so we kind of approach this in a couple of different ways. Um, so obviously, if you're if it's an international option, uh, a very dedicated chatbot that is deliver, delivered immediately in a, in a particular language uh, based on their location maybe um, is something we can do. We do a lot of personalization based on location. Um, uh, so we can tell where they are, um, follow their ISO country codes and know which location they're, they're connecting to the chatbot from and give them the right, um, the right service and the right information at that point. But also, uh, there's uh, dedicated chatbots that actually are 
in that language you know so they can either be co um, delivered copy in that language or we can use google translate um, google translate is pretty good um, a lot of people complain about it but a lot of it is because we use english that's very colloquialized anyway uh, so you know if you use a really strange word in your sentence then the literal translation of that is going to be pretty odd you know um, we had uh, a, one of our uh, clients is a cosmetic client and they they deal with uh, halls because a hall is you know a, a kind of a, an influencer's term and that that's part of their language but when you try and do that and translate it into German then it becomes like some sort of train freight thing right. <laughs> so it doesn't scan you know so you've got to be careful and I think that's part of the, the challenge is they're trying to make sure that your English is phrased enough if you're using an automatic translate um, that it's, it's going to come out OK. Look, it's never going to be perfect French. It's never going to be perfect Spanish, but it'll be understandable. Then there's a lot of tolerance out there. I was going to say there's always going to be a level of tolerance with this type of technology. I think it's the same even with voice. When You know, when you speak to Alexa and stuff, you know, if you phrase things in the wrong way that you're not going to get the right answer so i think there is a tolerance to this technology anyway yeah but you know it, it but it saves a tremendous amount of challenges if you're trying to do full multilingual just for you know updating pieces of information getting a bit of a service done you, you're usually going to get that through without any difficulty and, and have a, a decent experience in the same time you know because uh, should understand what somebody's trying to get to um you know there'll be a, a a good capture of the nlp in in a language um i mean we can actually do translation in line so if somebody starts speaking in spanish um and into a to a, a predominantly english chatbot then it will respond in spanish you know so that stuff is a powerful tool that we we use. Uh, so you don't have to have a dedicated Spanish chatbot, if you like. You can have someone that then goes, oh, sorry, you've just started speaking in Spanish. I I can identify that as a language switch. So then I'm now responding to you in the same language. I, I'd have to say, you know, maybe being biased, but I think this works really, really well. That you wouldn't get that from the website. I know some some websites you can, you know, change your language preference and stuff like that. But predominantly, if it's a UK business, it's a UK website. But actually, the chatbot, although it be in, in completely in English, as soon as someone starts typing in something in, like say, French, Spanish, whatever, that that is automatically picked up and then the responses come back in their native tongue. I yeah. think that's a really powerful thing. And I'm thinking particularly particularly for those charities that look after either the elderly or vulnerable people that may have come to the UK recently they need help and support it's yeah, not yeah. so it's not so easy to find that but actually if you can even speak Arabic or whatever language into a chatbot and get yeah. the response I yeah. think that's a really powerful story to be honest yeah no absolutely and uh, there's there's also a um, you know, it just makes it much more accessible. The accessibility of that. Look, browsers are pretty good at uh, doing translation as well. So yeah. 
you'll get the browser translating things and you see that yourself on your phone and whatever it'll start doing stuff in english even though you've gone to a spanish website and but if you but sorry to interject if you're if you're in the uk already let's say yeah. and you're on a uk website yeah that, that that's not going to get picked up is it no not necessarily I, i'm not sure if your localization settings are there for that particular language then you might get a translation going on in the browser i think that's pretty much what happens You've got to remember that what we're trying to do with the chatbot is provide a live agent experience that's automated as far as we can go um, and provide as much self-service as possible through that. So it's not a direct relationship to the website per se. It's finding that access that's, that's different. So this is having a conversation with somebody that is um, that's talking in a different language and it's responding back having a conversation with those people in their language and that's that's really powerful that's better than just translating the website and so they can kind of hopefully find what they want this is a much bigger deal you know this is going oh hi i'm looking for accommodation how do i do that and then they'll all of a sudden they come back with you know that in french spanish german you know whatever they are and the language sets are pretty strong now across the board we obviously have the the main the strength in the European languages because the data is so very very strong, um, but there's also good extended languages as well, yeah, full Arabic and and the rest, you know. So the you know some of the Assyriac languages and things like that, the the data is building as it builds over time because it does. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, like I say, I think that. Uh... I think that's a really powerful story, to be honest, in terms of those changing those languages to improve the customer experience. And yeah, I assume people are mainly familiar with browsing in English if they're on an English website. But if you could help them out and take it that step further, like you say, particularly if it's not just they're not just browsing the website per se, they, they have a specific question that they're trying to ask and you can get that answered immediately in their native tongue. I think that's a really good story. Yeah, yeah, it's a powerful tool. It's only one of the tools, but it's it's something to be considered, and it'll suit some people down to the ground, you know. So a bit like you're saying, if they have vulnerable people they want to have access to and provide a service to, then having that inline translation or the option to to have a dedicated language-based version is is hugely powerful, you know. And, um, you know, those things are all available. So use the technology. It's there to be had, you know. Um, we, we don't use it hard enough. Or people aren't aware that it's actually not a not a bigger, as big a challenge as, it, as they may think it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, I think it was short and sweet this week, Steve, to be honest. Yeah. Um, that was uh, just a little subject matter to cover. So appreciate your time on that one. And uh, thanks to everyone that tuned in. All right. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Cheers, Okay, so thanks everyone for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favourite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.